Hello fellow Gritizens! Do you believe in your ability to navigate life's obstacles, but you're not always sure where to start? Well, lend us your ear, because here on our Grow My Grit podcast, we gather strength and inspiration from real people navigating real obstacles in real time with grit. My name is Peter Willis, coming in from Calgary, Alberta, together with our gritty guru, Hayes Shetmeyer, who is beaming in from Mississauga, Ontario. Here on the Grow My Grit podcast, our intention is to engage with guests and listeners who are ready to know, grow, and show their grit, perhaps best described as one's default settings in the face of obstacles, and what obstacles we've faced since the beginning of 2020. However, one of the biggest opportunities available to us all is the possibility of recreating our identities and re-engaging our relationship to both ourselves and to one another using the unique strengths we already possess and reliably bring to challenging situations. With our individual grit compass as our guide, let's explore what's available on the other side of obstacles. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Thank you so much for that. Welcome listeners, welcome anyone who's joining us for this afternoon, evening, morning, whatever it is where you are. We are super excited because our guest today is Tony Wall. Tony is the founder and president of Noesis, a worldwide education network aimed at helping assure a sustainable future for humanity. And we wanted to leave it at that so that Tony has a chance to describe a little more. And we also can't wait to hear how you define your grit. So tell us about noesis and tell us about your grit uh thank you for having me first of all thank i I really appreciate it um as i understand grit by taking time to listen to some of what you do uh, how i define my grit is it's really simple stuff it's um present moment living i mean as in Mm. like literally present moment because of a of an observation i made long ago and that is that the present moment is really all we own Mm. in 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 a funny kind of way um, so present moment living is how I define my grit and it allows me to problem solve from one space rather than meandering around, um, and seeing the world very, very clearly. Noesis is a fusion of science and philosophy. I think you'll find out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the word noesis is a Greek word that means the arrival place of understanding and intelligence. So um, if we apply these two things correctly, we would arrive at a a place of noesis. Um, And that's all well and good, except if, except I need something to back that up. I need some, some intelligence here. So we are taking on no less than the sustainability of the human race. I want to say that with very respectfully, because whoever says that better have something intelligent behind that. Noesis has been in construction, if you will, for three years. It, it took that long before I felt it was ready. Because if you're going to take on this type of thing, you would probably do well to be uh, to, to have your facts straight and be fact based. Because a stressed humanity suddenly has no time or luxury of theory. Okay, we need some answers. We are a species in crisis. I say that and I follow that up immediately by explaining what I think we can all agree on. And that is that I just put it in a very reasonable way. We are a species experiencing an existential crisis when that is no longer a hard sell. 
and it's, I, I believe that uh, what I said is that Noesis is therefore now it's time uh, for, for humankind to understand itself finally and to gift itself the ability to survive itself. Hmm. If you're going to do that, you need to stay fact-based or at the very least, it, whatever stands to reason is as, ris- is as risky as you should get. And that's as risky as we do get. So everything that comes after this will be fact-based and or stands immediately to reason or deductive in nature, or else we'll be out of business quickly. So I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> it partially does. And I love what you're starting to do because I want listeners to appreciate that so much of what you offer and operate, where you operate from is the, the humanity is the level of analysis. So even when I asked about your grit, you immediately went to humanity in terms of that unit of analysis. So I'm going to bring it back to you in a sense, because you've sent me your words. So I'm going to throw them back at you and invite By you to means. really speak to you, because we will revisit the theme of humanity, because that for me is an interesting element. As again, I speak to what I get people to consider is how they define their individual approach to navigating obstacles. But what I thought would be fascinating in speaking with you is, again, your focus on what is the obstacle facing. So what's the humanity? What's the level? What, when we look at humanity as the level of analysis, what are obstacles? But again, for listeners, speaking specifically to you, Tony, you would express that you're in the face of obstacles, typically where you work from, your G is ground zero, your R is resonance, you had two I's, introspection and influence, and your T was tipping point. And again, I just want to repeat those because I feel like they're such um, expansive words. Again, you stress that your G in grit is ground zero, your R is resonance, your I words are introspection and influence, and then your T is tipping point. So revisiting that idea of how you operate from your default setting in the face of obstacles. Can you give listeners a little insight? And if you'd like to use creating noesis as the example of kind of how your grit operates, that's absolutely, absolutely relevant. Okay. Um, creating noesis comes at the very end of what I'll okay. now put out there for you. Um, okay. I understand your question there. Um, un- uh, what, what defines my grit is unblinking mm-hmm. analysis unblinking analysis. Mm. What I mean by that is that uh, I, I view myself in an unblinking fashion. I divorce myself from uh, emotion to get the best results. Mm. Uh, it's just a mathematical thing. It's, 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 if I've reached a place where I can, in fact, divorce myself from emotion to uh, reach the most grounded observation and uh, stay fact-based and deductive. Um, and all of that, what that looked like over the course of the last 20 years is obs- is observation. Uh, I am a serial observer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I began to observe things around me, again, divorced from emotion, even though I'm a very emotional man when it, when it's required. Yeah. Um, but for purposes of what we what I do, um, I'm a scientific mind. Um, so I that's my default. Is, is, is my default is to what's whatever is in front of me. I I go right to what's going on here. Okay. 
And that's almost the ground zero element, like that ground zero is get, and then the introspection, those two kind of fit together, your G and your I, in terms of ground zero is an objective state, and what am I taking in at that point? Exactly. Progression, logical flow. Mm. Those two Mm. words are very important. Logical flow. Flow. Mm. Uh, Where logical flow is missing, uh, we are in the presence of something unseen uh, because the human mind chooses what's logical in its present moment. It needs to, to survive. In other words, as an example, try closing your eyes and walking around the room and see how quickly that goes bad. You know, we our, our, our physical bodies can only inhabit the present moment. Um, our minds can roam the entire universe at the same time. So that's quite a disparity. Yeah. Uh, so, it, you know, being an observer allowed me to record my mm-hmm. thoughts in a series of extremely diverse essays that began to take on a totality over time. I was looking at this ocean of information. I began to share it. In, in writing. Um, and at, when I did that, people came to me and said, what is your process? Now, I, I consider that a, that's a usable compliment to me. I don't use compliments that aren't usable are like hyperbole. This is great. This is terrific. This mm. is wonderful. It's hard to determine what, what that means, but when people say, what is your process? They're telling me that I like your process, whatever it is. What is it? And the answer back to them is common sense on steroids. Um, So, so, uh, you know, that's my way of saying that whatever issues from me theoretically should always stand a reason on its worst day or will be extremely fact-based and will check out upon future investigation okay okay um so, so what at the, at the very heart of me is an is is a steely observer um it, it's i then build from there from the ground up to you know what can i do with this observation uh, how can i help so um and that's the next step is what can i do to help and that sounded began to sound like this. I would describe what I observed, and then I would go right into here's what I think is going on here. Yeah. Um, apparently, that process attracted um, some people who's who I respect very much about for their processes, their their intelligence, um, and they began to say like, you know. You're onto something very basic, extremely basic, uh, exquisite in its simplicity, if you will. Uh, so I stayed with that and I began to record my observations. Uh, and those observations tended toward what I call macro humanism. Now, this is something that you will understand because you folks are very, very centered on micro. Humanism, like you want to yes. know what Individual makes people level. tick, what yep. makes them them, and and 
will get along just fine because after all, the human race has its own personality. It has its own set of life circumstances that we can now understand in great detail and not a moment too soon. Yeah, yep. And I want to jump in, Tony, because what I've heard you say, just again, I always bring grit back to the conversation and really focusing on the grit words. And what you've essentially said is that what I've heard is once in the face of obstacles, you have the steely observation sense of responsibility, not responsibility, you are looking for ground zero so that you can then use that information to access the resonance and the influence. I hear, I feel like what you just described is that when people ask you about your process, you know that something you've offered has resonated and they're just looking for a way to interact. And once you've established that, going back to your second I word, influence, once the resonance is there, based on scientific fact in this actual reality. So a lot of your grit words for me sound like creating, you work from the bottom up. So that ground zero is fact-based. When you've communicated your stance in a way that piques interest, people feel like they resonate but need more information, then your influence kicks in. And that almost drives this tipping point where you've described where the crisis is the reality. I don't think I could have said it better. Fantastic. That's the point of the model. It just, it Thank getting you. people to describe just matches. Yeah. I, I frankly will explain that I didn't understand truly um, what grit meant. And, and you now have explained it very clearly. So I was flying blind there and, mm. and, and just getting down to the basics. You were saying, you know, what defines you? And that's, that's what always has uh, defined me. Uh, and I think that, um, that my process is now something that I can uh, use to bring influence uh, in a very, very wide arena. That's fantastic. And again, I want to reiterate that it's neat that you feel like you were operating blindly before, because I don't think you were. You essentially described what you may not have realized the labels that you chose were in fact describing your default setting. So this is my joyful moment whenever I have these conversations that oh, simply describing nice. your ability to navigate obstacles, you've labeled them in a way that I can put back to you. And you're like, wait, yeah, <laughs> that's how I do things. And that's what I'm going to continue doing because it's worked and it matches your interest and your commitment. So I'm so happy that you know more about you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. If I uh, passed that test, I'm, I'm thrilled. You sure did. You have grit and you <laughs> just you. owned it and you've applied it. A plus. <laughs> uh, so with that in mind, uh, you know, and now I, I invite you to, uh, you know, mm -hmm. ask me anything I, you want and uh, to wind me up and let me go. You bet. So I'm going to let Peter have a turn because I have a question that focuses again on this grit as the humanity level changing over millennia. That's my other joy, but I want to let Peter have a chance too, because I've been monopolizing the mic. <laughs> Go ahead. No, Peter. that's great. I'm yeah. happy to I'm happy to listen in. So mm -hmm. that's that's great. Uh, yeah. So Tony, I was just thinking. So I was, you know, I was looking through your your website and some of the material that you've uh, you've produced, and it's it's super interesting stuff. And one of the things that I came across that I thought was uh, that I enjoyed listening to, uh, and I'll, I'll paraphrase it and, and feel free to to go over it again. But it, essentially, it was a video that that was uh, spoke about kind of the over uh, normalization of so many of the challenges uh, in life. 
And I think the name of the, the, uh, the, the scenario you were referring to or the, the video was normalization. And, and because Hayes and I spend so much time talking about grit, which really means just kind of getting uh, everyone for everyone, it's a little bit different. Uh, but it's really kind of participating, right? It's it's being aware and participating. And when I heard your talk about um, the normalization and the acceptance of things that maybe we shouldn't be accepting or things that we should be challenging, I just thought there was a lot of alignment there with exactly that video and that talk that you held there. Um, and just said, that's kind of like, to me, that's an underutilization of, of grit, really, uh, of it, you're just letting things kind of roll past you, the over-normalization of everything that's going on that perhaps shouldn't be, uh, we shouldn't be normalizing. And that to me was, uh, yeah, grit is about paying attention, being aware, uh, challenging. And, uh, so I just, I just, I enjoyed that, that, uh, that, that's that talk you held there on, uh, on over normalization. Do you see any parallels there? Like, well, it, it occurred to me that human beings, um, quite innocently, no blame or judgment ever applies here. We're blaming everybody for everything. We accept no blame ourselves. So, this thing about blame goes nowhere with us because I haven't found anybody who ever accepted blame. So, so I got away from that. So we are professional explainers. Hmm. Um, that allows the human race, we hope, to, uh, to listen to the message because nobody wants to be scolded. Nobody wants to be, you know, look at this mess we've made. That's not who we are. Yeah. Again, we, we bring no value. We've awakened in 2022 quite suddenly, I think, the entire race, to our own madness. <laughs> um, I, 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 now that I've removed all the blame, I can say that. And why is Noesis the first group to tackle human sustainability into a, into a future that, that, that's sustainable for us? How was this not explored before? I don't think it's about Tony. I think what's going on really is that the human race has awakened suddenly to its own madness, uh, mm -hmm. where we've looked up and looked around. My goodness, um, the, the idea that we that this thing we do, if it were a fuel tank, is on dead empty. Um, we've normalized everything that troubles us. I mean, it, it's in, everything's in plain view. There's, I believe that's not a hard sell. All of us, I think. Uh, privately will agree with that. We look around and what's in plain view is absolutely astonishing. And we've also absolutely normalized it. Normalization is the arrival point of helplessness. We normalize our pain and we do that as individuals too. So just to capture some of what you've said again, because I'm hearing a lot of, it's not alarmist, it's very awareness oriented. So in everything you've built up so far, what I want to kind of pull together is having you just emphasizing caring, sincere, and logical, because what I, on behalf of listeners, appreciate that you've given is a very objective set of processes to consider in the name of being caring, sincere, and logical. So as much as the grit that you identified as your own is really what I'm hearing the element or the it's the the framework for the noesis project that what people can take away is that connecting with learning about engaging with the noesis project is a way to see the the fate of humanity at a ground zero that's the in, that, that's the beginning part with that insight we are immediately forced to the level of introspection and then when the introspection resonates 
there's that effort to influence. And then through that influence, we're back at your tipping point where we're tempted to make different choices. So I feel like that learning about you is learning about the Noesis Project and learning about choices that listeners can make to navigate obstacles that have been around forever and will likely continue unless we make different choices. Well, we're, we're, we're here to... We're here to build an organization that has escape velocity long after mm. I'm gone. The, this, the, uh, the achievement of sustainability for the human race mean, would mean that I would necessarily mean when I'd be long dead, yes. I would be absolutely thrilled to be a forgotten asterisk mm-hmm. uh, uh, to, in, in a sustainable future. Yes. Um, so if I'm explaining that, human beings are doing the same thing over and over in a machine-like fashion, you get to ask, well, how, do the, how does that, how do we interrupt that? Yes. Because it is, in, that? it is in fact an inertia, isn't it? Human beings had three inertias, Homo erectus, 1.7 million years, Homo sapien, 300,000 years. And what broke Homo sapiens inertia was what I just explained, settling down. And that ignited a third inertia. Now let's hover over this one. We have no outside force that will alter this inertia. And Noesis is here to provide it. Something has to knock an inertia off its course. So we're not looking at human beings as flawed. We're looking at human beings as as in a, a ruinous inertia. And we don't have, and it's suddenly not so hard to sell, is it? Right. Yep. The obstacle Um, is shifting. We're here to alter inertia. And that's Newton's first law. So we're following it. That's great. I love Newton's third law. That's my favorite. But I love Newton's third law. Oh, well, you you know what? I better get back to it. (laughs) I better not say (laughs) that again. (laughs) No, no. First law law makes sense too. That's fantastic. I'm happy to be wrong about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm the, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. That's, that, that's two laws down. So well, um, my happy it, place. It, it, we, we do make it. There's a, um, a, a video called inertia. Okay. It's, it's, you know, I, I didn't, uh, you know, pretty right there inertia. What does this possibly mean? I described the three inertias. Okay. Um, Newton's first law was it, 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 objects tend to fly in a straight line unless altered by an outside force. So we are on an unstoppable inertia, but and I explained that the two inertias before that were altered by something we can view. Um, Homo sapien altered Homo erectuses. Settling down altered uh, uh, migration. Mm-hmm. Now, this one settling down is problematic. Why it's failed 80 times in precisely the same fashion. So clearly, this is a, a mathematical inertia. And that's why we can bring Newton in. We need, we need a uh, altering force. We're here to provide you it. Are that, you are that altering force. Amazing. We appreciate your energy and your, I love, again, I love physics. Physics is my happy place. Lots of things are my happy place, but physics for sure is that. And I hadn't considered the noesis. I obviously haven't, that's the video I haven't watched, but I appreciate as someone who's always focused on default settings in the face of obstacles, you've described that there's a trench or a path in which our species is currently traveling and what you're interjecting or bringing in is that element of inertia. So it's not questioning or blaming, it's simply producing 
something that's going to change and shift the interactions and the nature of obstacles going forward. So I feel like that's a great context for the Noesis Project as a stepping point for people who are prepared and interested and invested in that awareness. I, I don't think you know how, uh, how wonderful that arrival point is because it, mm. it literally hits the nail on the head. The head. We mm. are extracting blame, judgment, and things that would alter our own perspective. Yeah. Um, blame. I don't know anybody who accepts blame. Do you? Blame is a threat to the human mind. We monetize what uh, we monetize the very things we don't understand about ourselves. Yes. Again, another fine mess, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so we're in deep. Let's not. Well, I'm, I'm not here to you know tiptoe. I, I can't. I can't afford that. Uh, I, can't, I must stay true. We're in deep, and we need to understand how deep we are because only a being that knows where it is can plot its next point of arrival. Mm-hmm. We don't understand ourselves in any way, and we never did. But now we can very deeply understand who we are and get to know who we are. We can never ever um, get to know ourselves. Why? Because we've never met ourselves. Um, so we we proceed from false premises. Is that our fault? No, we're innocent. We something happened to us. And species. look, uh, uh, natural selection relies very largely upon luck, meaning random events. So we settled down, and nobody got nobody had a meeting that day and said, "Let's ruin the whole human race." we're innocent who knew who knew that you know we just started doing something that never worked for us and we never knew how to turn it around we didn't have the essentials it wasn't in our dna um we always peak and then collapse chaotically don't we and we blame ourselves i've got another interpretation for you something i'd like you to consider we don't know how to manage peaks and valleys. We don't know how to in our DNA. So we've got no choice but to, to peak and then ride this thing rather than temper it. We're not making any mistakes. We're, we're very innocent, innocent beings that are selecting ourselves uh, for, for our own demise by our own hand. But just no, we're, we're clueless. We're frightened by the whole thing. We're, we're very, very injured and frightened. That's how we want to look at humanity. That's how we want everybody to look at humanity in, in a forensic fashion. Would we scold somebody with, a, with an illness, an illness a cancer or something? Would we scold them? Humanity is suffering from a broken heart. Hmm. We don't see cruelty. We see broken hearts. Hmm. We don't see inequality. We see broken hearts. We don't see anger. Resentment, who do we have to resent during 275,000 years of migratory behavior? Who was there to resent? Nobody. This was a new thing for us. Resentment had nowhere to go but vengeance. Now, you see where I'm going here? This is destruction. Default. You folks talk about default. The defaults of this mathematical constant are vengeance, uh, pardon me, uh, resentment, vengeance, which then plots insurgency. So whoever's not trying to conquer us is trying to undermine us from within. Sounds okay, like so- ego. That's happening at the human level as well. I 
immediately hear that as ego. They are absolutely interchangeable. I mean, um, we have a linear timeline as you do, and as I do, and as all four of us do, we have a linear timeline and we can now know it. And we all seek to know our own timeline. We draw on it every day. The human species can now draw on its timeline to know itself. As a result of connecting with the noesis insight, that's that's the inertia. It's the awareness that you're making possible to change course. The course was not anyone's choice. The change has been described in a way that's accessible, and that's the opportunity. That this that's the opportunity of the noesis project. And. Yes, in most absolutely great work by I mean excellent work by you. I mean you just like took it in for a landing. And <laughs> I this is where I get to to like go right into your uh, your queue and say, it's gonna take a long, 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 long time. We are not speedboats. Okay. Um we will turn in the water like an aircraft carrier over the course of a long period of extremely uh career steps or whatever we put in there won't work. We will devolve back into the same thing if we do not deeply understand the mechanisms that go on inside of us. The idea that two million years of human evolution is weighing down all of our present moments is not a hard sell in any way. And you couldn't be expected to have thought of that. Very many people say, like, I never thought of it that way. I say, well, we're here to think of it that way. That's almost the perfect concluding statement, because what you've just described is that the effort is ongoing and the obstacle is awareness that people haven't even thought of. So the, the, by interacting with the Noesis Project, there's this sense of we're going to keep learning and doing. But what I take away is that each individual's grit will allow that person to manage that journey because like you said so for you ground zero is where you start not everyone begins with the same grit as you but we're all trying to come out of reorganize and move away from which is hard and that's a hard thing so it's looking at our default settings as we're all moving toward the same away from the same thing we're all doing it in a way that makes sense you are there to provide tools and insights that will likely support people's change of heart and or change of mind, but it's still up to the individual to join and to choose to be educated and to choose to continue on that difficult path. I, again, I, I really couldn't, like, I, I, I couldn't add a thing to that. <laughs> it's a great job by you. Um, but I want to, I want to end, or I want to, I want to count down by, by getting back to the remedial and caring and sincere spirit of this. We, as children, we were afraid of the dark. Okay. We were afraid of the dark. Mm-hmm. Everybody can understand being afraid of the dark. It makes all of us human. And when our parents, we cried out in the middle of the night, our parents would come in. They didn't come in. They came to comfort us. Um, we were, they came to comfort us. They knew and what being afraid of the dark meant. And our parents did not comfort us with fairy tales. That was earlier in the evening when we were going to bed. Now it was time to look at us and say, look, there are no monsters. That noise in the closet, that stirring under your bed is explainable. So let's get busy explaining it. Mm -hmm. 
similarly, the human race is has a gathering storm. And that's frightening to a being that doesn't know how it got here and doesn't know how to leave it. Mm-hmm. So, so again, this is the like, what we, we should view ourselves as helpless children, because guess what? That's exactly, almost exactly what we are. We're clueless. As, notice that's a big far cry from we're jokers, we're yes. losers. Yes. That's a self-loathing arrival, isn't it? Yes. There's, a, so there's supports in place. If we're helpless and clueless, there are avenues to give us access to what to come uh, out of that. Helpless, frightened, injured. Mm-hmm. Now we can look at ourselves with empathy yes. rather than self-loathing. And that's where we're trying to steer this whole thing. And I, I have to add something really major here. Mm-hmm. Why is this doable? Because, again, we ask nobody, no, no person or country to give up anything in the present moment. We're hooked on conflict. So what do you want us to do, Tony? I want you to do nothing for now. Nothing. You don't, nobody needs to concede their cherished beliefs. Who are we? You know, let's, we, we, we're here to say, let's survive in order to build upon our beliefs. That we are a friend. We are a friend uh, to a, a paralyzed humanity. We're paralyzed. We don't know what, we don't know what to do next. It's too big. We're here to be the parent that walks in and says, everything's explainable, so let's get busy. Let's start this. Let's start the journey. And that's what we do. That's fantastic. Thank you, Tony. Peter, do you have, I just feel like I totally monopolized that. So before we kind of sign off, are there <laughs> any- super again, happy I, to sit and yeah. I, get the, yeah. I get the advantage of I get to watch you guys talk. So. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I, I summarize frequently, but I know that that's what I was taking away in hearing and wanting to put back. I think that was really interesting. I enjoyed listening to that. Absolutely. Thank I, you. Th- thank you very much. Um, uh, it's very difficult. I'm getting better at encapsulating a lot of these very expansive ideas. Yeah. Yeah. That's the perfect, again, that's the perfect segue because we, I feel like we would definitely be a great debating <laughs> dynamic duo. Um, but I feel like what you've just said, that framework piece, it's simple. Grit is that framework. Like, again, I will never forget the way your grit literally stacks on top of each other. Sometimes letters, I say they either, they cooperate, they compete, or they connect. Your words, as much as there's a lot to say about the efforts you're making, it really comes down to there's a level of awareness. You're going to get to ground zero. From there, you're going to really focus on the introspection piece to make sure you can resonate, which is that caring parental role, so that the influence is coming not from a remedial figure, it's coming from a place of love and an effort to heal your broken heart. And then from there, we're going to really look at, okay, this is the tipping point. So for me, the simplicity in this whole conversation is that your grit. The tipping point, you've described exactly why I used it. That's exactly yes. why I used yeah. it. Um, yeah. So it's it interesting choice. that it was even available to use. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. But you brought it. It's interesting because you brought it when it came to defining what you do. That's the word. There are lots of other T words. So we're very, very grateful for your time and your Thank insight you. and the opportunity to be aware. Awareness is such a. Uh, I'm very humbled. Um, I, I I never know whether I've done a good job or not. So, I you mean, like, have. <laughs> you chose um, your grit. You defined your grit. You articulated it well. And for me, I see I'm now considering the 
humanity level, like the the with humanity as the level of analysis, that's a really hard concept, but a really interesting one. So I definitely say you. I kept going back there because it's like it's where I live. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just where I live. Uh, that's and that's your hard place. But this is the point of the show. We uh, we meet people where they are. Like Peter said in the intro, the whole idea of being real people dealing with real obstacles in real time. And your opportunity and obstacle is operating at the level of humanity and then articulating that. So thank you for making that possible and available to us. <laughs> I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. Tony, that was great. Thank you so much for, for joining us and and uh, telling us all about the Noesis Project and speaking with Hayes. That was great. I appreciate your attention and your interest. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Tony. Grow My Grit with your hosts, Hayes Shetmeyer and Peter Willis, is a production of Gritty Guru Company. Technical production by Niall Fines. Music by Peter Willis. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Google, and Spotify. For more information about Hayes' book, Know, Grow, and Show Your Grit, Self-Discovery Made Simple, please visit growmygrit.com. 